Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today again is Mitch Wilson. Welcome again, Mitch. Thanks for having me. Today we're going to kind of continue the conversation with um, what SPO really has done in his life. Um, But let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, um, we are aware that our lives are in your hands. Um, We entrust um, ourselves to you. Uh, We ask, O Lord, that you guide us in the directions which we need to go. Um, Help us um, to know your paths, um, but also to know um, that your strong arm is around us in protection. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. amen. So Mitch, SPO, St. Paul's Outreach, although it's kind of like the branding now is just, you're just <laughs> supposed to say SPO. Everything's getting simpler. Yeah. 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 So, so you, um, last we spoke, you went to this men's, um, yeah, the men's, men's night. night where there's some, some powerful um, um, ultimate Frisbee yes. going on. And your heart really was kind of um, attracted then to yeah. SPO. So um, what, you know, you then probably moved into a household, I presume? I did, yes. Okay. Yeah, so kind of how that story goes is so God had kind of, before that moment, God had kind of flipped my world upside down, show I wasn't really rooted in anything and some conversations I had with my friends and and that shook me. And so I was looking for more. I, I, I never doubted that my faith was not important. I knew that that was important. I just knew I hadn't taken ownership on it yet, and there was more there. So I was looking for more, a resource for more, uh, when I found SPO, when my mom guided me uh, softly <laughs> to SPO. And so I come to this men's night, and they're playing Ultimate Frisbee, and it's really intense. And I was blown away because my relationship with my dad was phenomenal. It was all dirt bikes and fishing and uh, and John Wayne movies. And it was just a good father-son masculine relationship. And and there was some faith there, but the the majority of the faith element was on my mom. And so I'd never seen masculinity and faith really come together. And so when I heard about a Christian group playing sports, I was expecting weak competition. And they were going all out. These were good, solid men that when I showed up, they asked my name, they asked a little bit about my backstory, and then they remembered it and were excited to learn more about me and and welcome me into their group. I'd never seen a group so welcoming before, especially in college when everything is just kind of cut off and isolation and and everybody's just trying to get through. There's not a lot of outward-facing uh, groups like that. So that really surprised me. And so there was this intense competition. They're all cheering for me to do well, going, who are these people? And they invited me back to dinner, and the house was in great shape. I was expecting a, a, a cruddy college house, and this was a, a great place. And uh, they, one, a couple of them had made dinner, and they had this awesome content about being it, how important it is to be Catholic men in today's world. And I was just eating it up. I said, I need more of this. And so they had a retreat coming up in a couple weeks. And I asked them, how do I get into this house? And one of them said, well, if you go on this retreat, it'll probably help your case to get into the house next year. And I said, I love retreats. And I had never been on a retreat. I had actively <laughs> been avoiding retreats, but I'm trying to sell myself to get into this community. And so I go on this retreat, and it's my first time experiencing any sort of charismatic praise and worship or a uh, big communal setting of this is all just focused on God. And it was a little uncomfortable. Uh, it was very uncomfortable when I walked in because it was my first time seeing this, but I saw that it was good. I didn't think it was a bad thing. I saw it was good. It just wasn't really for me at that moment. And 
as the weekend progressed in uh, winter of, uh, this is January 2013, as that weekend progressed, I'm just hearing God's voice more and more saying, this is, this is the place for you. I have much for you in this, this community. And realizing and hearing his voice more, I was more inclined to, uh, to join in the charismatic praise and worship, raise my hand like, wow, this is all real. And if I believe in, in here, in my heart, that this is real, I'm going to show it like Catholics are so good at doing, matching the, the physical with what's going on in the spiritual. I'm going to do that. I'm going to raise my hands and I'm going to give God everything. And that was kind of the sign of that. And so uh, I had a great encounter with God that weekend. It all became so much more real. I was so filled with the Holy Spirit, so energized, so joyful, peaceful. I trusted God with my future. And it was while I was praying that, that one of my uh, new friends from that weekend came up and said, hey, guess what? You got into the house. And that, I was so excited because I knew that I had a whole nother year now on main campus at Ohio State with these group of guys that knew who they were and wanted me to be in the group and make me the best man that I could be. And I was so excited to run for that. And it was, it was a blast. And so that's kind of how SPO got started there. Yeah. What, um, what is life in household like. I, sure. I think, sure. because we've talked a lot about SPO, it seems like every m- month or so, I have someone <laughs> from SPO on yeah. conversations on discipleship. But I don't know if I, I don't know if anyone's ever really like kind of described totally. what household life looks like. Totally. So I guess here, let's do, take a real quick minute and describe, you know, what SPO is real quick, and then we can get into yeah, what sure. that looks like. Yeah. So, I mean, the reason, the coming kind of framing the problem of today's world, 50% of, of people 30 years or younger have left the church. I mean, that's just a stark mm-hmm. reality. And for every one young person that joins the church, six are leaving. So it's, it's, that's the problem is there's this, there's this crisis going on. And so we're looking at the world of, of, of Catholics, and we're seeing that you know, the young years, the college years, are where people are making so many decisions about who am I, what am I going to do with my life, uh, what, you know, what direction am I pointed in. And a lot of these decisions that they're making in their, their early 20s have a huge impact on what the rest of their life is going to look like. And so really these cities, these campuses, the hearts of the cities, have become the battlegrounds for the, the hearts and minds of, of young people across the country. And so SPO exists to build communities of, of, of Christian disciples, missionary disciples in those hearts of the cities across the country. And so how they do that is in households. So you can kind of think of them as Catholic and uh, frats and, sor- and sororities on campus, which it has a, a, I guess the best way I can put it, our men's household slogan for when I got in there was turning boys into men so their future wives and bishops don't have to. Mm. And so we kind of took that as a rallying cry of, all right, let's make ourselves and, and let God and each other make the men that the world needs. Mm-hmm. And so what that looks like in, in a structure uh, of men's household and, and women's household, I can attest to the men's side, <laughs> is... Um, we would have morning prayer, so we do Liturgy of the Hours Monday through Thursday uh, every week on college campus. And so our house would get up at 6 a.m., and there was a couple people that it was their job this week to set up breakfast and set the table and all the things. We'd have breakfast together, and then we'd go upstairs and do Liturgy of the Hours and be done in time for people to go to their 8 a.m. classes. So starting the day with prayer, uh, having some time of intercession for mission uh, for those on campus, and then we would have dinners together 
three times a week. We'd also do chores to keep the house together. I mean, who does this on a college mm-hmm. campus if we're like doing chores? Uh, and we would host different events. We'd uh, have people over that we meet on campus for dinner. And uh, we were just creating a life to be lived after college. You know, what does life after college look like? A lot of times it just looks like a black hole you're going to get to eventually once you graduate. Uh, But we really wanted to make ourselves uh, ready to run once that graduation day came and and allowing God to work in us and mature us um, in the process. And so having a missionary that lived in the house, so this is somebody who graduated uh, recently, who came back, was trained to be a missionary with SPO, and now is living 24-7 in the house to really take the faith and integrate it into everything we were doing and not just an event in mass uh, once a week throughout it. It was really making faith a life lived. And part of that, um, obviously, there's prayer, which is, you know, so if we kind of try to think about your typical university household or something like that. So there's definitely, there's intentional prayer. There's morning prayer every day um, and um, probably regular. And I would imagine holding each other accountable to prayer. Yeah. So we have a lot of, uh, obviously in a, in a men's house, there's going to, I lived in a house with 11 guys. So there's a lot of guys in this house and they have enough rooms in these houses to make sure everybody gets a bedroom, but we don't do it that way. We do it to where there's a, a bunk room and then an office. And so you're always paired up with your roommate or with somebody else. It eliminates the isolation, but it also helps with accountability. So you can really foster this relationship, grow that trust. And then after morning prayer or you're checking in or you're having, you know, these good conversations about life, you have somebody to go to, to be, Hey, have have you been taking your personal prayer time? You know, or how are you doing with praise and worship? Or how are you doing X, Y, Z, whatever it is you had really good accountability in the house. And it was always encouraged from the mission leader and from the greater community that, hey, these are areas we know grow, prayer being one of them. And uh, so it was a very well-communicated thing. And there's formational nights too. Right. And does the mission leader lead that then? Yeah, so uh, they do. They'll take they'll take charge mostly because they have the most rapport built with most of the students because they're on the ground all the time as opposed to the the regional staff at the office. And so, yeah, once a month, uh, or sorry, every two weeks, uh, will be a, a get together of the whole community. We'll get together and they'll hear some talk on Christian maturity uh, of living life, and uh, they'll also be. Uh, paired with praise and worship right after that and some community time just to, to spend time together. And and so we'll take that content, we'll wrestle with it, and then the the opposing weeks of formation, we have small groups. So this is when men's groups get together, five or six guys uh, with an older uh, small group leader, and women will do the same thing, and we'll, and we'll sift through that content that we've been hearing and say, how are you working with this, you know, is this coming easy about Christian chastity and, or dating or, or whatever it is? It, how, are, how is this sitting with you and where is the Lord working in your life? And it's really great to see the growth that happens in that. Is it, is it like a, a track? Do you kind of use like, um, you know, small group, men's small group, women's small group, like track that's been developed? Yeah. Or are they just kind of spontaneous conversations? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's unique to each group. Uh, we always start off the year, so our formation program is kind of on a three-year cycle. And uh, so we have the core content, but as the group evolves, there may be you know different topics that emerge that, hey, let's just focus on this, or maybe this group is really missionary. You know, How is mission going with you guys, or what are other areas that we can grow? You start with the content and kind of go from there to the needs of, of the group. Excellent. Until next time, peace and all good. <laughs>